Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sunranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Rock and roll, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Rocket, and I'm here <clears throat> with my uh, Cardinals fan uh, friend, Dennis. Dennis, Dennis Bisto in the house. <laughs> so I don't need these because uh, we're not listening to anybody else. But, uh, yeah, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. Um, yeah, we decided we would do this in person right before the game started tonight because uh, we're going to be going down there. Uh, we're going to leave in about a half hour, so this will take only a half hour to talk about what's going on with the Cardinals. We got a five-game series, um, which is just because basically they were locked out and they took one series from April and they put it to now. And uh, now, so that's why they're doing a five-game series, which I kind of like. That's like the old days. Like if you look at old baseball reference pages, they're like, and then they went to Pittsburgh for eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Just like that. Because, you know, train travel. It's, it's crazy, though, to have the inflation. First, our first game against each other this late in the season. It's insane. It felt like there was so much anticipation. I can't wait for the fucking Cubs matchup. And then now it's like, you guys suck. You're already yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, we're already out of I know. It's just <laughs> – well, and, and I'm kind of, like, surprised. I mean, we – we're, I want to talk. The Cardinals are twenty nine and twenty one. They've uh, played above their Pythag. They're uh, they've got the the AARP Express uh, coming down. Yeah. You get you got freaking Molina out there pitching. You got Pujols out there pitching in blowout wins, which I find to be classless. By the way, you should only do that in losses. Otherwise, you should have to. It's your punishment for scoring a lot of runs, in my opinion. Just having fun, that's man. That's the Cardinal way. Just out there having fun, uh-huh. man. A uh, couple old guys just throwing some pitches, having a good time. But you're you're in second place, and you you got a Brewers team. Like we we've been talking to my friend Eric Wheelow, who's a, a Brewers fan and a great comedian, and his whole thing about the Brewers is like, oh, we got this pitching. And I'm like, well, well, Jeff's hurt now. He's like, cool, oh, he'll be back. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, you get it. What do you really have? Like, it's just like, well, the next guy up, Ashby, is going to do it and stuff. They, and so I'm going to ask you the same question that uh, I asked him, which is, do they have the guns this year to overtake, not only overtake the Brewers, which I think you maybe could do just because 
you have some made up guy that you're just going to bring yeah. up from Louisville or wherever the hell, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he's yeah. just going to overperform and then you'll never hear of him again. Cause he's not real. <laughs> Lars Newbar. Yeah. Lars Newbar who's in the lineup tonight, I believe. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, do you have what it takes? To- I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any disillusions about the team. I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a solid team, but I do feel like we're, we're a wild card team. I, I don't anticipate us winning the division and overtaking the Brewers. Um, it's possible for sure. We do have a lot of rookies. It's weird because you mentioned the AARP team because it's like the average medium age is like 30 because our whole lineup is like 40 year olds and 20 year olds. You know, we either have four guys that are like in their first season ever or like guys that are in their 20th season that are playing. So it's an interesting mix, but I I see him finishing as a wild card team. Just when the, when most of your team is close to the average age of a baseball fan, you're in trouble, <laughs> yeah. which I think is like 58 or something. Like we, anything where my 48-year-old ass brings the average down is like <laughs> it's not good. Um it, like you have players closer to my age than the average baseball fan. Mm-hmm. So uh he's not playing tonight, but I've been taking a lot of flack for not knowing a Cardinals prospect named Nolan Gorman. And let me just say, I still don't give a fuck. And unless he's playing at Wrigley Field and like, you know, I, I, he's in a 10 games, he was up. He, uh, he was 19th overall first round pick in 2018. He's killing it right now. Slashing 387, 472, 677 since he's been up. Uh, but he's not playing tonight because he's hurt. Um, but you said he might be available. Yeah, the rumor was that he might be available tonight. He's like day to day with some back tightness. And I just want to say, how dare you for not knowing Nolan Gorman? Like, what kind of Cubs fan are I you? I know. I, how do I not know all the prospects of every single farm <laughs> system in the major leagues? What the hell is wrong with me? Well, I'll tell you what the hell is wrong with me is if you read top 100 lists, that's all very interesting to some people. It's boring as fuck to me. Okay, so I'm not going to do I'd rather screenshot best fans in baseball like on, you know, riffing on the gay pride tweet down in St. Louis and like look at that shit and make fun of you guys than anything. Uh, We got some uh, some uh, comments in the chat here. Uh, Facebook user says Dennis doesn't look as boring as I thought he would. Oh, I'll take that back in a compliment all day. And I see people are putting chance in the chat. We're not doing that tonight. There's just a preview. There's not a regular show. We'll be back on Monday. We'll do chance for a chance. We're not doing that tonight, but uh, uh, but thanks for tuning in. Um, and uh, somebody else says, "Danny, that's Tom." We talked last hey. night, and Bill says, "Hey, Dennis." Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Nolan Gorman, we're not going to see, but he's your top prospect. We probably might see him tonight. Another top prospect is up with the team is Matthew Libertor and. Please tell me the lame ass story you told me about these two freaking fools. It's heartwarming. Uh, it's, it's it's so just this kind of thing that best fans in baseball eat up. You know, these guys were childhood best friends, just growing up together, playing ball, dreaming, dreaming about being in the big leagues together. And they got into the same system and got called up on the very same day to play on the same team in the majors. I mean. Doesn't that just warm your little baseball heart? Yeah. I mean, that would have been like if like Javi and Lindor ended up on the same team kind of thing, which yeah. I think the Cubs could have done. And I mean, then we'd suck even worse because Javi's actually having a really bad year uh, so far. Um, uh, Carrie writes in, uh, Dennis, already more pleasant than Wheelow. Yeah. Wheelow's <laughs> like a wrestling heel that we have come on the show, <laughs> which is so, which is, and it should be you because like the Cardinals, like, but it's like you, we just, like we with the Cardinals, it's like you respect, but you hate that you respect the Cardinals because they did win all the rigs. Like 
you know, the, they, they've handed, they've won more games in the last 10 years than the Cubs did. The Cubs are third. The, it's like the Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, or something like that. And it's just bullshit because we spent more money, but we just did it poorly. Um, we just have to admit that. And then uh, the other thing about, um, oh, yeah, we, I want to get back to Wheelow. Yeah, the, the sad thing about that, he's with the fucking Brewers. They haven't won anything ever. Yeah. Like, they, they don't even, they, we've, and I think the only, the World Series they lost to was to the Cardinals as well. Uh, didn't they? Didn't they? Yes, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, and the Harvey the Harvey Wallbaggers yeah. with like, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Robin Yount and Paul Molitor. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so you guys got. I was looking at the stats leaders. Paul Goldschmidt has the highest OPS in baseball. Um, is Goldie. slashing, uh, three fifty three. 429, 625 on the season. And that, that was last night's stat. So I don't know if that's totally updated, but it's, it's damn close to being awesome no matter what. So like he's having himself a year. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. He's having, uh, he had the, the best month in Cardinals history. He passed up, uh, May, as far as doubles go. In, in May, he had 23 doubles in a month and just squeaked past Stan Musial and Albert Pujols. They each had 22. Um, in the month of May, historically, so now Goldie has the most doubles in the month of May for any Cardinal ever, which there's quite some, you know, impressive names on that list that he passed. Lonnie Smith, (laughs) Vince Coleman, (laughs) Lars Newtbar, Lars Newtbar, he's next. Well, let's take a look at the Cardinals offense that just swept the San Diego Padres, um, so it's very small. So I take a look at uh, Goldschmidt. This, this is the last 15 days that I'm putting up. I w- wanted to look at how people are coming in. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt uh, with six home runs in the last two weeks. Um, Nolan Gorman, who I've never heard of that guy. What's his name? I, oh, yeah. Nolan Gorman. Um, he's uh, been in the 10 games. We don't see him tonight. He's hurt. And then it kind of drops off from there. Like Pujols not having a great year, great year overall, but uh, last two weeks of only batting 143. Um, you know, as far as dudes coming in hot, you haven't really been doing it with the offense. Like there's no the, – the only two OPSs over 800 are Nolan Gorman and Paul Goldschmidt. And if you're watching right now, you're looking at these stats. I guess Dylan Carlson's batting 364, but the OPS is still under – uh, 700. I'll remind you of some of these names like Harrison Bader, another made up dude that came out of nowhere and started kicking our ass. It's the sunshine. Nor- Nolan Avocado, uh, b- batting 205 the last two weeks. So not coming in hot. So I'm expecting Goldschmidt to cool off at this point because like that doesn't last forever. Yeah. And I'm expecting Arenado to, to heat back up a little bit. He had an awesome April. He, he took a big dip in, in May. So if he can pull it up and, you know, Goldie can stay hot a little bit, I think that'll help carry our offense. But yeah, like you said, the, the old guys are not really pulling their weight. It's all fun and games to watch them and be nostalgic. But here's what I think. Bill Suggis brings up a good point. He said, steroids are a hell of a drug for Goldie. I am convinced that Major League Baseball wow, wants the I, the ARP tour to come and win the World Series so bad that they're just not drug testing those guys. They're like shooting Yachty full of shit. They're shooting you better pools. Be they're keep, keeping them on. They're Wainwright. You know they they they're sitting there like they got they got the injections every game. 
just to get out there because their last year doesn't matter. They're not peeing in the cup. They're just going to let them win the World Series. They're not going to spend any money doing it. They're not even going to make any trades, and they'll even still be good next year because they won't even give up Norman, whatever is Norman. Uh, Nolan. No, Nolan Norman. <laughs> Nolan Gorman, man. It's whatever. It's what kind of Cubs stupid, fan are you? Stupid fucking name. And I got to tell you, there was a guy who randomly just suggested that Pujols might have taken steroids way back in the day when he was on St. Louis previously. Uh-huh. Immediately sued. So watch out, man. You might have a lawsuit coming your way. No, I'm not watch saying tongue. him's. I'm just speculating here. Okay, there you what, go. What, I'm saying what, what I think MLB wants to happen mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. So you think MLB wants the Cubs to lose? Dominic calls it the cocoon tour. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting the fountain of youth. Yeah. The, the Ponce de Leon tour. Did you have a guy named Ponce de Leon? Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably the dealer. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I'm looking at some of the, uh, the stats here. Uh, they're the Cardinals. They're 10th in OPS. Cubs are 17th. They're both uh, average middle of the road and home runs hit. Uh, Cubs are seventh in walks, so they've hit. They've walked more than the Cubs, the Cardinals, who are average. The Cubs strike out more. The Cardinals don't. They have the third fewest strikeouts in the major leagues. So that, I thought that was an interesting stat. What's what's that all about? Like, yeah, uh, especially with so many steroids. low batting averages. Yeah, larger bats are they using now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, low batting average. So, so they're hitting it what into outs. Yeah, they're good at making outs. <laughs> yeah. They're not striking out. They're just. They're just grounding out and flying out a lot. Uh, Cubs are third in stolen bases, but the Cardinals are first. So I think this might be kind of an exciting five-game series in that there might be quite a bit of running, especially when you got Yachty behind the plate and Wilson Contreras, both really great catchers, really great arms. So it's going to be maybe a lot of fun um, there. Uh, People asking, did I get a haircut? No. The, the, or are you talking to him? Because the answer is definitely no. If you look at this freaking hippie, <laughs> they might have here. been saying, "Get a haircut." Oh yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so uh, the Cubs, though, however, are first in caught stealing. So Ooh, don't even try it. Yeah, don't I, test Yachty. And you know, and I'll get to. I mean, I'll just skip forward. But the the uh, uh, Yachty is one of the top catchers in the league as far as caught it's catching guys stealing, and the Cubs are just average in that category. Um. So uh, the Cubs, the Cardinals are sixth in runs scored, and the Cubs are twelfth. So regardless of having pretty similar offenses in a lot of other respects, um, the Cardinals are just better at scoring runs. Sixth in the league, that that's top of the league run scoring, and in the NL Central, I mean, yeah, that'll play <laughs> in our division. Yeah, it adds up to a lot of wins. Well, apparently, I mean, it does. I mean, the, you're 29 and 21, and I was telling you right before we came on that uh, one thing that's disconcerting is that the Cubs are like six and 13 in one-run games, and you turn that into a 13 and six, and you just like get that, eat that extra bowl of Wheaties, and get it over the top. Right. Now you're looking at the same record as the Cardinals, mm-hmm. you know, because you got eight more games, and we're under 500 right now. We might be here all year, <laughs> but. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, but, I'd be interested to see our stats in uh, in one run games because I feel like we've won a lot in extras. Like I don't, I don't remember this year a lot losing in extras. I feel like when we we go a little bit a little bit longer, like we've been pulling out a lot of those games. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's when y- Yadi goes down, he gets his little shot, yeah. and then and then he goes out there. Hits up Ponce de like, Leon. Hey, let's go. Yeah, hits up Ponce de Leon <laughs> yeah. back in the locker room, watches a little tape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hits the cage mm-hmm. uh-huh. hit the cage that's what they call it 
So um, let's talk about the bullpens. Also pretty equal. Uh, the Cardinals have a 370 earned run average. Cubs have a 389. That's both average and bo- in uh, the major leagues. Uh, the Cubs have given up the second most homers, so that's not great. Uh, but we've also pitched a hell of a lot more innings um, just because we don't have, like, starters that go very long in the games. Even Kyle Hendricks only went five the other day. Um, the Cardinals, though, seventh most, so they're giving up the long ball. And your your bullpen was pretty bad last year. Yeah, um, They're both average in, in walks. The Cubs are first in strikeouts. The Cardinals are eighth worst. They don't strike out a lot of guys out of really? the bullpen. Yeah, eighth worst in the league. But uh, tell me about your bullpen and did it improve from last year? Because it was total dog shit before I'm putting up the stats. This is for the year, by the way. Uh, Andy... Andre, what the? See, here's another made up guy. Andre <laughs> Peloton. What's his name? Palante? Yeah. Paliente? Palante. Oh. The Peloton. Yeah, that's the CEO of Peloton right there. Well, he's got 25 innings pitched on the year at a 107 ERA. So if he's pitching in the game, it means they're trying to win. Uh, Genesis Cabrera is taking a lot of innings. So, uh, I mean, it, uh, there's a lot of guys I haven't heard of uh, TJ McFarlane, Nick Whitgren, Drew Verhagen. Cody Whitley. I mean, who are these guys? I mean, you had a crappy bullpen full of a bunch of losers and old guys last year. And you, and Carlos have- Martinez, who is, by the way, caught taking drugs. So there's already proof it's on the team. Drugs are cool. Yeah. Well, hey, well I, that wasn't to clear up his, uh, his gonorrhea either. That was, <laughs> that was, uh, some. Doesn't some Nick Whitgren sound British? It's hard to say that name and not sound. He sounds fake. Nick Whitgrin. He sounds like a fake person <laughs> that doesn't really exist as a human. Cheerio, name. Nick Whitgrin. But uh, so the bullpen is somewhat improved. I remember they were one of the worst bullpens in the major leagues last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, somewhat improved is we set the bar really low. You know, <laughs> like that's that's something we can tip our cap to. It's like, wow, our bullpen has gotten slightly better than the worst in the majors. So, yeah, it, no, it was. It was like the worst that you had blown saves all over the place. And, and I honestly don't think you it's got that much a better. bunch of people that nobody ever heard of, and now it's good again. Like, <laughs> it's funny how that works for the Cardinals. I, I honestly think it's again like the the division that we're in, kind of bolstering the stats a little bit. Like the the bullpen to me has not been great. Like you said, we don't have a lot of you know strikeouts. We're not. It's not out there making people miss, and you know we don't have. Those guys that I'm super confident in, but the competition is also not very scary either. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a lot of parity around the majors right now, except mm-hmm. for just a few teams that are really run away with it, at least as far as the National League goes. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, defensively, the Cardinals are pretty good. Uh, 710 defensive efficiency ratio, or as it's known, uh, 695 for the Cubs. Uh, Cubs have four more errors. Um, and their catchers, as I said, are towards the top of the league, I think third best in caught stealing where the Cubs are just average. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then uh, we're going to come back and talk about some of the matchups, uh, everything but Saturday, because like, nobody knows what the hell is going to happen in that doubleheader. It's all <laughs> just TBD from hell, so I'm not even going to bother. Um, maybe I'll put out a uh, Sun Ranto that morning to the Patreon subscribers, which you should be, because if you support us on Patreon, you get all sort of, sorts of extra content, and you help pay for Dennis's ticket, because I paid for Dennis's ticket. He's on the show telling us about the Cardinals, so that's a one-to-one ratio. You join Patreon, give Sun Ranto money, I buy Dennis tickets. We go to the game and drink beer. Got it? Thank you. Thank you. So here's a commercial for Patreon. We'll be right back. 
All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. And the Sunranto Show, as always, is brought to you by our 115 Patreon supporters. If you want to be awesome, you should support us. Um, uh, Matthew, is it Libertore, Libertor? What do we got here? Here's Libertor. L- Libertor? Libertor. Is it, is it, you know, I, I, I had high cholesterol once, and I had to take some Libertor. <laughs> yeah. I did. Try Libertor. Uh, um, side effects include diarrhea, restless, <laughs> legs, restless leg syndrome. Um, so Spontaneous he's, muscle movements that may become permanent. <laughs> and death. <laughs> That's my favorite one. It's like, and you might die. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not doing this. Unless you're going to die. You're like, well, I'm going to die anyway. Might as well yeah. like, go out. Well, he's way. Lipitor now. Forever. Yeah, Lipitor. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Matthew Matthew Lipitor and his best friend who's on the IL. Or <laughs> he's, he's pitching tonight. Um, now, he's a rook. He's 9.2 innings in the bigs. That's it. He's given up nine hits and four runs. They were all in one game against lousy Pittsburgh, who is about to sweep the Dodgers or just yeah. did or something like that. Um, and uh, so, he's, anyway, tell me about this guy. He's, what are your prospects? Uh, you haven't seen much of him. No, yeah, I can't wait to see him tonight. I mean, he's he's one of the highly touted prospects that you are very familiar with, you know. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about any of your prospects. <laughs> You're a big fan. Yeah, it doesn't fan matter. The farm system. Yeah, I know you yeah. are. Fuck the farm. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like a young. All farms. <laughs> young, tall, good-looking chap in the St. Louis farm system that you fucking <laughs> love. You and your, like, like <laughs> freaking brittle, brittle feely over here. It's like, that sounds English. Now you call people chap and shit. <laughs> yeah. Lipitor. Um, well, Keegan Thompson's going to go out there, and uh, this is what he did last time. He gave up only one run on five hits, struck out four against the White Sox, and he's going to be in the rotation for the foreseeable future, even though he's pitched out of the pen in piggyback games before. Um, he pitched well. He's been he's been doing great. I mean, the dude's got a 158 earned run average on the year. Um, the Cubs have won pretty much every game he's uh, had a decision in. 
And it's it's just been good. It's been a surprise, I think, to a lot of Cubs fans. And uh, the Cardinals have seen him before. Um, Paul Goldschmidt, goddamn goalie. Uh, yeah, goalie. He's two for five. They're both home runs. Dylan Carlson has a home run too. Uh, they they kind of lit him up. Tommy Edmond hit him. Uh, you know, Norman Avocado hit him. Uh, so <laughs> so this looks like maybe two games worth of of uh, data on this, and it doesn't look great for us. To yeah. be honest, like got an eight seventy eight OPS. Um. And, a, and three home runs. So, uh, and then uh, the next game, and we're not going to do all the games. As I said, we're not doing Saturday. But uh, Miles Michaelis, uh, who they got, they picked this guy up off the scrap heap from Korea a couple years ago. Yeah. Did awesome, and then He's he kind of, but then he fell off, and he had a bad year because mm-hmm. he was hurt or something, or I don't know what was wrong with him. But um, but then he's having a good year this year. He's only got a two sixty seven earn run average. Um, he, he went 115 pitches last time, but and he gave up six runs though, two homers against Milwaukee, and you lost eight nothing. And but that was his worst start of the year. He's coming off his worst start of the year. I'm so. pretty sure he still leads our team in ERA as well, even after that six run outing. His wow. last performance, yeah, because it is two one zero zero yeah. two one one three three six. Well, I'm I'm thinking a nine. I think we put a nine spot up on. Oh, you want a nine tonight? Yeah, I want a, I want a tomorrow. nine spot up on <laughs> Miles. Doesn't that sound British? Miles. <laughs> Stop pushing it, Danny. Yeah. The, the Cubs have zero home runs against Miles Michaelis. <laughs> Doesn't even sound British. And no, and no triples. No, Not a single triple. Um, Ian Happ does well. He's two for five. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking for this whole situation with uh, not giving up home runs to change tonight. Um, and then Friday, oh, no, this is Friday. He's going up. Miles Michaelis is going up against Strowman. Um, yeah, okay. Stroh did great last time. Three hits, no runs, only two strikeouts, seven innings pitched. Uh, this is his second start since the COVID IL when he went, when he went five innings, two runs, struck out eight. So – uh, he's coming off a couple of nice starts. He had start a slow start to the year, giving it up eight runs and five runs and not lasting very long. But uh, the Cardinals have seen him uh, quite a bit. Corey Dickerson, which actually means son of Dicker in, Eng- in English. <laughs> um, so he's got batting 432. And it's not a small it's not a small sample, sample size. size. Yeah, no. it's 38 plate <laughs> yeah. appearances. He's batting 432. Uh, he's got five doubles, two dogs. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt has a dog, of course. Pujols is five for 14, seen him a Ooh. bunch. So, yeah, this doesn't look great for us either. They let Light Stroman up uh, 839 OPS in 112 plate appearances. Ouch. Yeah, not looking good. Um, so there's your Friday matchup. Now I'm going to sk- skip forward to Sunday because Lord knows what's going to happen on Saturday. And if you were a Patreon supporter, maybe Saturday morning I will wake up and I will tell you and look up a bunch of shit. Maybe. Maybe. But only if you subscribe on Patreon. Um, Cubs uh, versus Adam Wainwright. Um, So uh, he did great last time. Seven innings pitched, 10 strikeouts, two hits, um, only one walk against the Padres. That's no slouch of a team. Um, Most runs he's given up all year is four. He did it three times. And he's been pitching into the seventh all month. 
so, or pitching through the seventh, I should say. So that really frees up your bullpen to not suck at the end of a game. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they don't have strikeouts because the starter is doing it. Um, and the Cubs have uh, 115 pitches last time. So you're working your dudes. So we'll see if that shows up this week. Um, Hayward's seen him the most working uh, and is doing, it does great against him, but, uh, against Wayno, 357 batting average, 386 OPP, OBP, slugging 592, 982 OPS, one home run. Contreras has two home runs off of him, but is only batting 174 in 23 at-bats, 31 plate appearances, not great. And then um, Ian Happ, though, does pretty well. He's 8 for 20, batting 400, and has four home runs <laughs> Oh so that's God. really your dude they watch out for. Yeah. So Ian Happ likes hitting him some Wayno. And uh, I don't know. Tell me about uh, old man Wainwright. Old man Wainwright. You know, that, that most recent one that you just brought up, it was a, a classic 2006 throwback game. Wayno pitched uh, seven innings, no earned runs, and then Albert Pujols with a walk-off sack fly. It was like, what the fuck year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it's a shame because it's like I'm so I'm kind of jealous of the fact that you guys get to have this because mm-hmm. our core is gone. The only way we're going to get any of these guys back is if it's like at the end of their career. Well, kind of like how Pujols is back, but like you yeah. had Wayno and Yachty this whole time. So it's like frustrating that we won't sign Wilson Contreras like idiots. He's probably going to end up replacing a, Yachty. It's probably no. I think it was a good move, though. I mean, selling the core and getting the farm system up to date, like, I think that was a solid move. Obviously, you're just going through it right now with the with the rebuild, but I feel like the Cubs... You, you know, know how it, I love the farm system. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I love reading about prospects and stuff going on in cornfields. Ooh, big, that's fun. Big farm guy. That's, that's why I moved to Iowa. <laughs> um, so, uh, Justin Steele is going in this game. He looked pretty good last time. Definitely a bounce back from his start in Cincinnati where he gave up seven runs through two. He only gave up three through five last time. But he was really good the two starts before that, which a total of 11 innings pitched uh, in two games against Arizona, one at home and one on the road. And he struck out 19 guys over that time. So, you know, we don't know what we're going to get with Steele. He's young. The Cardinals have seen him. Looks like only one game. Uh, in that game, Tyler O'Neill, who you said is hurt, probably from putting on those tight ass pants yeah. over those like thick ass legs, popped a glute, <laughs> popped a freaking hemorrhoid is what he did. It's just so tight. <laughs> is Paul Goldschmidt as a dog, Tyler O'Neill as a dog, but he doesn't have a dog anymore because he popped it. Yeah, he popped his dog. He popped his dog. Um, but yeah, this looks they they hit him in the outing that they went out there. Uh, the Cardinals in only 21 plate appearances are batting uh, 300, 333, 650 for a 983. So it wasn't a great game for Steele. I would imagine I didn't look it up, but no. it certainly doesn't look like it was <laughs> a very good game for Justin Steele. Um, so, yeah, so those are your matchups. Um, and then there's two more. But any ideas? I mean, I could kind of guess a couple of the minor league dudes that might take it for the Cubs, but I'm going to wait. I think we definitely split the doubleheader. I feel like tonight, Lipitor, <laughs> Mr. Lipitor, I have I have high hopes for him. He had a really shaky first outing. I think some, you know, nerves in his first. And then his second outing, he looked way better. So I'm hoping that he's coming in comfortable. We pull out a win tonight, probably split uh, on Saturday. What fucking day is it? Is it Thursday? Yeah, today's Thursday. God, so then five. tomorrow's the Stroh-Michaelis game. Which oh, is right, like, right. Michaelis, Michaelis is a win for us, for sure. 
I don't know. That that's probably I would say that's the best game of the series to maybe go yeah. see. Friday afternoon, one twenty. A uh, couple of like, you know, dudes in the middle of their careers that having good seasons, mm-hmm. having good times of it right now. So um I'll I'll confidently say we'll take three out of the five. I'm saying Cubs sweep. I said it last night. Three. <laughs> I was trying to be all modest. No, I'm giving th- you guys I'm, a possible two I was, wins. I was three beers in when I uh, predicted a Cubs sweep. I'm two glasses of wine in right now, also feeling very positive. Classy. Now, if I was like six beers in, I'd be like, oh, God, sell the team. <laughs> move it. Move the team to Rosemont. Something's got to give. <laughs> but uh, but I won't. I'm just going to say Cubs sweep. And um, so uh, there's our show. Uh, please subscribe to us on Patreon. If you're going to any of these games, please use our StubHub link at sunranto.com slash StubHub. Um, you just click on our link and you buy the tickets and we get 1%. So, yeah, so the tickets are pretty cheap, actually. So uh, that 1% of that is like 36 cents, literally. <laughs> uh, not great, but it, hey, it all adds up. So please do it. Um, and uh, there's our show. And now here's a little fuck the Cardinals. Spagog. Fuck the Cubs.
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.